0: When we think of relaxation in riding we think of it as being exactly that it's something to do with actually being in the saddle but relaxation starts off way before we ever get into the saddle it starts off when we're on the ground interacting with our horse and that actually sets the tone for the whole ride we're going to talk about setting a better tone today. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson, and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to, well, create better conversations with your horse through knowing a little bit more about what you can do to actually facilitate yourself and your horse moving forward in your riding and in your progress and well and just the conversation in general each and every day we take a different topic to do at horse riding each week and we break it down into smaller more easily accessible and well just easy to understand pieces and then hopefully you can go ahead and you can actually apply that to the next time you're with your horse um, or at least weave it in some way into the plan that you have with your horse and well that's really important you do have a plan don't you i'm sure you do um, okay there's something really exciting happening tomorrow so as you're listening to this if you're listening to this on the day it comes out it is the 6th of august 2018 tomorrow's the 7th of august And we are having a live training, webinar, whatever you want to call it, um, all about relaxation and how you can get more of it in your riding. And just understanding it all, the ins and outs of it, I would love for you to join me. It's absolutely free. It is going to be awesome. This is actually a training that I have sold in the past. Um, It is good. It is really good. And I know you're going to enjoy it. So you can find out more. You can register for that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar. Okay, today we're all about relaxation. We're all about relaxation on the ground specifically, and we've a lot to cover, so let's dive right in. First and foremost, it's really important that you are going to check your mood every time you go to your horse okay so I believe in setting an intention for each interaction with your horse and letting that intention guide the way and whether it be on the ground or in the saddle there should be an intention there should be a plan I spoke about a plan just now okay there should be some sort of a plan but a specific intention it can be a sentence it can be a word it can be a goal it can be an outcome it doesn't matter what it is it just has to be something because that is going to be the goalpost that you're going to keep moving everything towards as you are kind of working with your horse on that particular day. Okay. I think it's also important to kind of check yourself before you go and meet your horse, check your attitude. You know, um, could you imagine if you had a friend who only ever came to you to basically pick them up okay that they're not feeling great and they're feeling miserable and you know the only time you ever hear from them the only time you ever see them is when they're feeling like that and they want you to help them to get out of that mood um it wouldn't be a great friendship would it no it'd be very one-sided and I can tell you over time you'd probably begin to resent that person a wee bit okay well your horse is the same it's important that you really and truly check your mood before you go to your horse and don't always see i'm not saying that every time of course that's what friends are there for that's that's a friendship but it has to work both ways okay and um it's important that you're not only using your horse to be that for you that you're actually going there and looking to also inspire your horse as well okay that's very important and it's also important to be open to things not going exactly to plan you know very often we have, we'll set an intention, we have this kind of plan in our head and then horses have a great way of, you know, throwing a spanner in the works and they kinda we have to reassess things and I personally believe that's part of suppleness and as a rider you have to be supple in how you think and how you approach things okay and but it's just just being aware that things aren't going to go according to plan. And then also that you're going to show up you're going to act like you would like your horse to act and you know model, model model what you want your horse to be. And that's really important. You know, we're all the time talking about conversations and if you could ever think of a good conversation you had with somebody I can bet you that there was a good chance that that person and you in order for it to be good because it's a two-way street okay but you were present you you were there you were in the conversation you were focused and um, you weren't looking over your shoulder the person wasn't looking at you you weren't trying to say something and they're kind of you know looking around looking over the shoulder looking at the thing going on over there the other side of the room that's not enjoyable they're also probably very calm and very just relaxed and also interested okay think about those couple of qualities there and how are you bringing that to every interaction with your horse and how those qualities what you want from your horse in the saddle when you're in the saddle you're looking for your horse to be present and focused and calm and interested you need to, first of all, bring that to the conversation on the ground. And that is what relaxation is. You are starting that conversation. You're opening it up on the ground. That is where it starts. And that's what you're bringing to that conversation for you and your horse. Okay. Now, also when it comes to relaxation, of course, relaxation and rhythm are are really closely connected. And you can actually start using your i suppose time on the ground before you actually get into the saddle to begin creating a rhythm and i think this should be determined by what you're actually going to do later in the saddle you know if you're going out to do some like pretty intense maybe show jumping work or whatever the case is with that you don't want it to be too like quote unquote relaxed in the stable to the point where you're both dropping off falling asleep you want things to be more almost like workman-like, you know, that, that that you're getting going, there's there's an energy, there's a rhythm, there's a routine, it's all been built in, that you and your horse are focused and you're, you're kind of getting things together, you're starting to gel. However, if maybe you do want to work on relaxation, maybe your last ride wasn't the greatest ride in the world and the two of you want to go out there and just enjoy it and enjoy each other's company and relax... Well, you can definitely use your time preparing for the ride to make that happen by, you know, thinking about how you're doing it long and slow and steady and just being nice and relaxed all the time, what you're saying, what you're doing. And then if you're feeling a little bit like, ooh, just... Think about the intention and then bring the rhythm back to the intention. And of course, the rhythm I'm talking about here is the rhythm of your movements. Okay, bring it back to whatever that intention was for your ride. Now, you can do this with your voice, obviously your your actions and your movements as well. Okay, so, you know, very often people forget that your voice is actually one of the most important aids you have when you're working with your horse. And you can, if you want to equate it or want to kind of figure out how to use it, think about how you'd speak to somebody who can't really understand you. Or maybe just want to understand you. Um. So maybe like a two-year-old. Um. How would you speak to them? And you let the tone. It's. It's not so much the words you're saying. It's the tone you're putting and the kind of the inflections. The, the. The. What's happening there? That's how you're speaking to them. Use that when it comes to your horse. And also think about again bringing it back to if you're if you were trying to um kind of explain something or interact with a two-year-old a lot of it would be down to your body movements and you know you you wouldn't be making sudden movements and kind of jumping them down and you know acting like a bit of a crazy person you'd be very relaxed be very nice and very relaxed and if you can try and take that to your riding as well and then keep asking yourself the question does he understand you know riders get frustrated with their horses simply because the horse doesn't understand and well the reason the horse doesn't understand is because you haven't explained in a way that he can understand. There you go you're the common denominator there and um, so yeah it's important to just keep asking does you understand before you keep moving on and maybe start building this tension this maybe excess tension which can come across as maybe frustration or anxiety on your horse's part because he doesn't understand what's going on and um, you can learn to kind of get rid of that by just continuously asking does he understand does he know what I'm talking about does he know what I'm wanting does he know why I'm doing this and then bringing that in and building it into your riding so I would also suggest then you know this is not something you're going to do once off this has to be kind of it's like block by block layer by layer you're building on each interaction as it happens horses love routine okay they're routine animals they enjoy it they thrive on it so if you can start to build this in now does it mean that all your routines have to be the same No, have different routines for different things. So taking it back to the two examples we had earlier, the one where you're going out jumping and the one where you're going out to relax. You could have two very different looking routines, but you're getting the same things covered, but the routines are different. And that helps to set both yourself and your horse up into this mindset of what's going to happen. And it starts the relaxation. That's where it starts from. Everybody is a little bit more confident in what's coming because of what has built on it. And of course, that is the building, building, building. Okay. Now, if you find that there's a little bit of maybe anxiety or any sort of excess tension showing up, go back a couple of steps. There's nothing wrong with going back. And just think about all the time the baseline being relaxation. So Uh, almost resetting that trying to hit the reset button and this is also something that over time as you and your horse build a stronger relationship you'll be able to do that quicker each time you'll be able to hit the reset button to bring things back down you'll understand what works for your horse and and be able to bring it back and just keep in mind that again horses enjoy routine and you really do like anything with horses there's two elements that are required and that is time and consistency (laughs) You have to. You. you, There's no getting around it. Okay. You have to put both in in order to get any sort of a, I suppose, a desired result when you're moving forward with your horse. Okay. So I mentioned there a little bit earlier about setting the tone for what was coming in the ride, and I think that's really important. You know. Just like you would put on maybe a uniform going to work, or if you, again, think about it as a child, a child going to school has a uniform that they put on that kind of gets them into that mind frame, okay, uh, or mindset, I'm going to to school now, I have to work. You know, there's there's a certain thing going to happen there, okay? Whereas when they come home and they maybe change into their normal clothes (laughs) or even their, you know, I I don't know if other people have this, we have like the farm clothes, (laughs) joseph um because oh goodness but um yes we have like a the farm clothes and when he's in those he can do what he wants he can knock himself out it's it's fine okay but um think about trying to maybe build the same in for your horse and for you as well so it could be as something as simple as putting on maybe your gaiters or with your horse putting on a certain set of boots and um, using maybe a, a certain equipment or different equipment, it could be different places. Um, so I would always suggest that when people are working with younger horses or with new horses, not having the place where the horses turned out and can relax being the same place that they're actually worked, having two different places that the horse recognizes, this is different. When when I'm in this place, this happens, and when I'm in that place, this the, the other thing happens, okay? Later, again, as as you and your horse and your, your relationship builds and the trust builds and you can communicate more effectively, that can all change. But yeah, it's important to be able to as well set the two of you up as much as possible with whatever you're doing at that point to prepare for the ride in order to bring it across to the ride. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that for today. I would love for you, if you're interested at all in kind of moving your writing forward, to join me tomorrow for the free webinar. And um, as I said, it is going to be all about relaxation and specifically kind of, you know, I think there's a lot of misunderstandings when it comes to relaxation, particularly in that people think it's something to do with, you know how laid back things are but that's not really what relaxation is at all when it comes to riding. and um, we were going to be chatting about all that tomorrow so you can find out more and you can get yourself registered over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar i can't wait to chat to you then it is live um so yeah we will be chatting okay have a great one keep well i'll chat to you soon be good bye